Hello, I'm Mercedes. And I'm Tash, and you're listening to episode 128 of Chat Disney. another episode of the chat disney podcast and this is a very very exciting episode as we are going to be talking all about mercedes wedding which by the time you will be listening to this she will be a married woman she will have married grumpy the love of her life and all will be fine and well but we are pre-recording this wedding of course because of the wedding of course taking up time and then Mercedes is going on a lovely mini moon which we'll talk about that as well later in the episode so today we're just going to be talking all about some of the Disney touches that were at her wedding and some of the Disney things I had at my wedding as well but before we get into that let's have a quick look at what has been happening in the world of Disney this week. So starting off today with some record-breaking news, and the Moana soundtrack has actually overtaken Frozen and broken records for being the longest at number one on the soundtracks chart, and it's been on there for 52 weeks at number one, which is a huge achievement, so well done Moana. And then heading over to Walt Disney World for some news this week. Drawn to Life, the Cirque du Soleil show is finally, finally coming to Walt Disney World and tickets are now available. The show was obviously meant to debut last year, but because of the pandemic got pushed back and now it will be coming to Walt Disney World in November. So if you are going to Florida this year or next year and you want to see the show, then definitely get online and secure your tickets. In other exciting news, Cinderella's Royal Table is finally bringing back breakfast. This is, of course, the dining option inside Cinderella Castle at Walt Disney World. It is one of the most popular dining options, especially for the Royal Table, because it is more affordable than lunch and dinner. They are yet to announce whether the princesses will be returning, but I think a lot of people will be very happy to see that breakfast is making a comeback, and they don't now just have the option of lunch or dinner. And finally, I think the biggest piece of news to come out of the Disney World this week is to do with the Disney Genie app. Now, the Disney Genie app was announced at the D23 Expo in 2019, but we now have more details. So it's being rolled out to guests of both Walt Disney World and Disneyland, and it's supposed to reimagine the guest experience. So it helps you plan and map out your entire day, and it provides an itinerary based on what you want to do. So what you want to ride, see, eat, etc. The biggest bit, is that through the Disney Genie app, FastPass and MaxPass are actually being replaced with lightning lanes. So this is $15 a day per ticket per day for Walt Disney World and $20 per day at Disneyland. And it means that you can basically book your fast passes, but now at this additional cost. There will also be individual attraction selection for high demand rides. So prices for these will vary on day and attraction. So we thinking about things like Rise of the Resistance, the Star Wars attraction in Galaxy's Edge. You can imagine that that's going to be pretty costly to ride. I mean, personally, this doesn't really come as a big surprise after Disneyland Paris announced that they were going to be charging for fast passes now. Um, But it is a very, very sad time to see that this is the way that it is now going to be done. And I think even with the lightning lanes, 
$15 per day or $20 per day per ticket for Disneyland. That's still a lot of money if you're taking a family of four and you've now got to pay to have your fast passes. So Mercedes and I haven't actually spoken about this yet. And I feel like with the whole Disneyland Paris thing, we are going to have to do a mad chatter on this about this at some point to really get our thoughts across. So do stay tuned for that. And that about concludes everything that has been happening in the world of Disney this week. We're now going to move on to the main part of the episode, talking all about Mercedes' recent wedding. Okay, Mercedes, so you are a married woman. I hope so. <laughs> well, this is it. I mean, the negativ- negativity surrounding me right now is like if I didn't get COVID, but hopefully if I did get COVID and I didn't get married, Tash is not cruel enough to put this episode out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that would be very, very cruel. <laughs> I, would I assume that, that if you're listening to this episode, the wedding went ahead and we'll put all of that you know, hopefully in all of this behind us, we'll just assume that everything happened as as planned. Yes, definitely. So I think a lot of our listeners are going to be quite intrigued into your wedding because obviously you got engaged when Chat Disney was a thing. So we made an announcement about that on the podcast. So you got engaged. It would be two years ago in October, right? Correct. Yeah. So was meant to get married in May. Obviously that had to change because of COVID. So then decided to get married in August. So at least it was able to happen or hopefully is able to happen this year. No more hopefullys. If, if, if I didn't get married or something terrible happened, we just, this episode just goes in the bin. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I think when, uh, because of your love of Disney, I think a lot of people might have the impression that you're wedding is going to be absolutely full to the brim of Disney. And of course you are marrying Grumpy, who is not such a Disney fan, I think he has become more tolerant of it over the years, I would say. I think he maybe secretly even likes some parts and just doesn't like to let on. Um, But so, yeah, some people might think that your wedding is going to be Disney, Disney, Disney. So when you were planning your wedding, straight away, were there any Disney touches that you knew you wanted or was it kind of more of a second thought? Did you have to get Grumpy to agree to Disney ideas? What was thought of the process? So in the beginning, and I think we spoke about this actually when I got engaged, I was very of the opinion that I didn't want any Disney at my wedding. Disney, as much as I love it and it's a part of my life, is a company. It's a corporation. And it would be a bit like saying to, you know, an athlete, oh, you're having a Nike themed wedding it is a it's a brand and I find it quite strange to have a brand be sort of you know a theme I to be honest with you I don't particularly enjoy a themed wedding anyway like I'd love to go to one oh my goodness if someone had a themed wedding like a 1920s wedding or something like that that would be amazing to go as as a guest but it's not really something that I wanted for my special day I'm also I don't really have like I know you have a really strong affinity for the color green but I don't, there's not really a color. I love pink, but I don't really want a pink wedding. But even my bridesmaids wore white because there wasn't even a color, especially that I felt I really wanted to to theme my day around. So yeah, I didn't want a theme. But then I started to plan 
And I think that the pandemic put a lot of things into perspective for me and made me realize that I am only going to do this once and that the day does need to represent both of us and our loves and our passions and our hobbies and interests. And also, you know, I've got a reputation to uphold and I think a lot of people will expect there to be Disney touches. So the planning kind of happened and we got closer and closer to the wedding and more and more Disney started to emerge. So that's how it happened. I didn't have to approve anything with grumpy I'd kind of say oh I'm thinking about doing this and he'd just kind of nod and be like yeah whatever so yeah I I kind of got away with it in the end okay I I like that I like because I think you're a very sophisticated and classy person and I'm not saying that Disney is not but I think sometimes you see when people have these Disney weddings on like social media and stuff and like I'm not judging that at all but they are they're very they're very OTT aren't they almost yeah. let's say it's not the sort of thing that I can imagine you having well I, I I think that there are elements of sophistication at Disney but you have to seek it out Definitely. like it's like you know when we had cocktails at the Disneyland Paris Hotel in Cafe Fantasia and there was a man playing Disney music on a piano and there was a violinist and a harp that's super sophisticated right but you have to seek that out Disney Let's be fair. I love Disney. It's a lot of things, but sophisticated, I would not say, you know, going to a Walt Disney Museum and watching an artist hand sketch Mickey, very sophisticated, but walking down Main Street USA while kids are screaming and there's popcorn all over the floor and sticky fingers, not the most sophisticated environment. Definitely. But I think you have managed to do it in a very sophisticated way and quite a subtle way as well. I think some of the elements that you included in your wedding people if they're not really into Disney may it may have even over passed them by they may not have even realized that they were Disney touches so let's talk about some of the things that you did have at your wedding so let's start with music was there any Disney music at the wedding so this is awful because this is as you said we're recording this before it happens the poor old Tash is not going to have any surprises are you it's okay I don't mind I I feel like I know a lot of things anyway already but yeah I don't know I'll act surprised good I'm pleased um so a lot of my day is going to be around film and theater and music is a really big way that we're incorporating that and so naturally Disney also has a, a space in that so we're going to be leaving the church to a lovely piece of music composed by Michael Giacchino, which is Married Life. And that is, of course, the music that plays in Up when Carl and Ellie have their kind of montage. And I think it's very aptly named and it's a lovely, joyful, uplifting piece of music that the church organist is going to be playing for us on piano. So that's really exciting. And then I say going to, obviously this has happened if you're listening. So that happened, that was a thing. And then after the ceremony, we went to have our canapes and drinks. It sounds really weird saying it in future tense. And whilst you are eating your canapes and drinks and things on the lawns, we do have a string quartet and they're going to be playing classical pieces of music. And I've already had a little sneaky peek at their set list. And When You Wish Upon a Star is in there. Beauty and the Beast is in there. Um, I think A Whole New World is in there. There's There's a few other Disney songs that they're going to be playing as well. I think... Well, I'll pause. There is more, but I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you feed back. Very. See that it's very, very bar fantasia, isn't it? Cafe fantasia with the the string quartet and playing, and that's one of the touches where 
I think it might miss some people. Like if you're not really like listening to it, people might not recognize the music. So I love that. And I think Married Life is the perfect piece of music to walk out of the church to. I just think that that piece of music, it symbolizes a whole life together and like the highs and the lows. And that's exactly what getting married is, right? So I think that that is the perfect bit of music. It's happy. It's nice. I think it's going to make me or maybe it did make me feel really emotional um, because that bit of that film anyway is really emotional when you think about Carl and Ellie. So yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, what a beautiful way to start your married life together. Thank you. And it's interesting because I didn't realise how important the exit music was after the ceremony, but Tash and Benji, when they got married, they had On My Way, which is the music that appears in Matilda when she's making the pancakes. And I, whenever I hear that music now, I think about you leaving. And again, it's a really joyful, uplifting, happy piece of music. I think, you know, if you think about the traditional, da, 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 I've sang that terribly, but the music you're meant to have when you leave the church, it's quite sombre and it's quite serious. And I knew I wanted something jolly after your wedding. And so, yeah, Married Life spoke to me. And yeah, I, I hope that it is subtle enough that enough people go, oh, I like what you did there, rather than, you know, I'm not going to be walking down the aisle to the circle of life or anything like that, because I, I think there's a line, isn't there? And I'm tiptoeing very cautiously over this line. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I think that's that's lovely. In terms of music at my own wedding, we we didn't really have a lot. We only had one song, which was Beauty and the Beast, which uh, my dad did as a father-daughter dance as a surprise. I didn't know. Well, I knew he wanted to do a dance, but I didn't know what he was planning or what music. Um, and then that came on and I was completely surprised on my wedding day, but it had to be that. But that was it was lovely. Like I loved that touch. But yeah, I think that was the only Disney song that we had at my wedding. Yeah, we are having... So for the wedding breakfast, we have a DJ that's just going to be playing a playlist. And we decided that we, <laughs> I decided <laughs> that um, <laughs> I wanted like my favourite movie music to be playing. So there'll be a lot in there that's not Disney. I'm thinking about like the planetarium music from La La Land and some other Baz Luhrmann pieces but there will be Disney music in there as well. And I wanted to get some Star Wars music in there as well. So I'm not thinking of like the cantina bands, but like Han and Leia's love song and, and, and Ray's theme and that sort of stuff, because I do want Grumpy to have representation in the music. He doesn't care about music as much as I do. And I think he really trusts me to sort of soundscape the day. I think music is a really important part of creating an atmosphere. It's why I love Disney Park so much because it's so well curated and I really want music to or I hope that music did play a really big part in the in the wedding so yeah while we're having our wedding breakfast there will be the odd Disney song that you'll hear as well I'm sure but after that that's it no I'm not doing a first dance to can you feel the love tonight or anything like that so um <laughs> that's where the Disney music ends I think a lot of people will be very disappointed by that <laughs> Yeah, I hope that it's funny, actually, one of Chris's aunts sent me a video of a wedding that she went to. I have to be careful what I say here now in case I offend anybody that's that's done this. Um, but yeah, they did their first dance to Can You Feel the Love Tonight? And it's just, I'm not the kind of person that's going to dance to Ed Sheeran either. I think that I like obscure 
songs and and if you are going to have a Disney song at your wedding absolutely go for it but maybe try and choose a song that's a little bit less known maybe something from Lion King too rather than you know the big hits because I think that they can be overdone a little bit sometimes yeah definitely it's quite cheesy isn't it but if that's that's what you want to go for then then great you know but yeah um okay so that's music so let's talk about some of the other Disney touches that you have at your wedding so in terms of and we will share photos of this to social media and twitter and instagram so let's talk about your tables i think this will be the thing that most people are interested to see so i had an idea years ago we're talking like when i was 17 years old I had this idea that I wanted to do each table as a different Disney film. And then I got really frustrated because about three years ago, somebody did this and it went viral and I got tagged in it so much on Facebook. And I was like, oh, everyone's going to think that I've copied this person and I've been dreaming about this since I was 17. So I kind of went off the idea. And then One of the things that lots of people do when they're theming their tables, I mean, a lot of people don't. A lot of people just have table one, table two, and then they'll do a beautiful centerpiece of of flowers or whatever it will be. But what a lot of people do is they'll theme the table to a place that they visited together. And Grumpy and I have traveled a lot together, and that was something that we decided that we wanted to do. And then I thought, well, actually, what if we try and create this sort of Disney film idea but with places we've been to and so that's what we did for our wedding so it was quite difficult to come up with enough places that we'd been that actually have Disney movies associated with them so some of them are very tenuous please forgive me so the tables that we had the first one was California and this table was themed all around Disneyland so we had a custom fast pass on this table popcorn bridal ears so that was that table The second table that you sat on, Tash, is the China Shanghai table. Of course, Tash was sat on the Shanghai table. And this is themed all around Mulan. So there's white fans on the table and little gold Chinese food dogs as well. Then we also have the Paris table, which is themed for Beauty and the Beast. It has a candelabra, it has old books, it has a white rose submerged in water to look like the dome. And I say white because all of these tables, although they are Disney themed, it was really important to me that everything was still in keeping with our color scheme, which is white and gold. I didn't want anything to look gaudy or ostentatious. So I had to try and theme these Disney objects to my color scheme as well. So it's quite complicated. And then we've also got Guildford, really random, but that's where Grumpy and I both went to university. We both went to the University of Surrey and Lewis Carroll was from Guildford. And there's actually an Alice in Wonderland statue in one of the parks and a little white rabbit statue that I've visited a ton of times with my uni friends. So my uni friends are on this table and it is of course themed for Alice in Wonderland. We've got a gold deck of cards. We've got some teacups and a teapot. We've got a drink me bottle and a white rabbit as well. And then we've also got the Verona table. So after Grumpy proposed in 2019, he took me on a surprise trip to Verona. Very, very lucky girl. So I studied English Lit at uni and love Shakespeare. Romeo and Juliet is one of my absolute favourites. I've already mentioned Baz Luhrmann today. It's not Disney, but I'm a huge, huge Baz Luhrmann fan. And Baz Luhrmann has made a lot of appearances at my wedding. So again, there's that Verona link. And we themed this table for Pinocchio. 
because the Pinocchio table has got a little goldfish in a fish bowl. It's got a golden apple and it's also got a little marionette puppet as well. And then the final table is the London table, which again, super tenuous. But unfortunately, there aren't any Disney films that are set in Portugal or Turkey or any of the other places that we've been together. So the final table is London and this is themed around Peter Pan. We've got some shells on the table from Mermaid Lagoon. We've got a little Big Ben figurine. We've got a golden Tinkerbell in a golden lantern, like when she gets caught in the lantern by Captain Hook. And we've also got some pixie dust on that table as well. I love it. I mean, I think, yeah, it's you've done a very good job to come up with Disney movies of the places that you have been to, because like you say, a lot of them are set in the same places or not real places. So I think you've done a very, very good job there. And in terms of getting all the materials together as well, I think that you've done a good job. I know a lot of people have donated stuff and lent you stuff. So yeah, what about the actual like place names for the table? Have you done anything interesting with them? Or did you do anything interesting with them? I did. Um, so one of so Grumpy's cousin, who is the best man for the wedding, his wife Grace is a graphic designer, and she's designed me some gorgeous signs there on acrylics. So they've been lasered into acrylic, and each table has the outline of the character from the movie. So the Mulan table has a gorgeous white outline on an acrylic, and then it just says table three, Shanghai, China, with the picture of Mulan. So each table has a acrylic in that style and I think they're the piece that I love the most and I kind of I had a vision I knew what I wanted and then I remember when they arrived in the post I was so so excited to see them and I think they're probably the thing I'm going to be sharing on social the most after the wedding definitely yeah I mean I'm sure as I say all our listeners are dying to see how this was executed and how it looked so definitely check out our Instagram page at chat Disney and our Twitter for images of this so aside from that were there any other touches of Disney at your wedding in terms of like the decor yeah there's a few other small things so in the in the church we didn't have reserved seating in terms of like one sides for the bride and one sides for the groom but we did reserve the front three or four rows for close friends and, and bridal party and groomsmen so each seat has a little reserved sign with the person's name they were designed by my very good friend Dan who has been on this podcast a few times now and he's they're really really gorgeous again we'll try and get pictures of all of this on our social media but then the people that are my people there's a little subtle Minnie Mouse hat like you'd get in the park so the traditional style hats with a veil and then the groom side so Chris's side grumpy side is a little top hat with Mickey is so that's cool um our guest book is actually the adventure book from up and then we have a Mickey and Minnie guest book pen which were gifted to me by our friend Laura when we went to Disneyland Paris together in 2020 so that's really awesome we've also got a or we had a dessert table at our wedding and we've got some sugar cookies that are in the shape of Minnie Mouse they're gold and white as well that's all in keeping with the color scheme our bar is called the Snuggly Duckling and it has a little acrylic Snuggly Duckling sign that I made by myself and I'm very proud of. And, and one small thing on the dessert table, there is a pot of forks that has a sign on it that says Dingle Hoppers. Love that. Really, obviously, I'm a big Little Mermaid fan, so I really enjoyed 
that little touch at your wedding. Let's do it now. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, well, I would actually say that that's quite a lot of Disney at your wedding. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> but I, think you've, I think you've done it in a very nice, and as I say, I think you've done it in a very nice and subtle and sophisticated way. Yeah, I mean, I made this snuggly duckling acrylic sign myself, very proud of, as I said. But I've also got a list of signature cocktails that we're having because the bar, they've got their like normal cocktail list. But they also said to me that I could have some signature cocktails. And there are a few cocktails that I know lots of my friends enjoy, like Aperol Spritz, Espresso Martini, Rosen Lychee Martini. And they're not like normal cocktail so I requested them and they were like yeah sure so I wanted a little sign that said signature cocktails and then listed them so I designed that and print and wanted to print it and I don't have a printer I do have a printer but it's like 20 years old and it doesn't work with my Mac and by the time it's turned on it's just not worth doing so I asked my aunt if she could print it for me and she was like the snuggly duckling is that like a she thought it was like a private family joke of my husband's and that like I, I think she thought his auntie Lee had a bar in her garden called the Snuggly Duckling or something. She just made up a story. I don't really know why. So, you know, it's things like that. The Snuggly Duckling, most people aren't even going to realise or they're going to think that the bar that I've hired are called that. And like the Dingle Hoppers, no one's going to get like, do you know what I mean? It's it's stuff that you can brush off. It's not me walking down the aisle in a in a bell dress or, you know, getting Chris to dress up as the beast. It, it's not that kind of stuff. We're not having a late, a lightsaber battle. It's, it's, it's subtle, I hope, but it's clear enough for those that know there's like, if you know, you definitely know. And if you don't, it's not offensive. Exactly. And I think the most important thing as well is that it's your personality that comes across. Like I love it when you go to a wedding and there are so many personal touches there, but they're not thrown in your face. Like I love it when it's, you know, there's personal things to the bride and to the groom and to them as a couple. And I feel like that is very much what it was like at your wedding. So I think, yeah, kudos for you for achieving that. <laughs> she says this. Oh, it's funny. But um, yeah, as I say, it's very much one of those things that in the beginning I was like, I don't want any Disney. And then, I don't know, it evolved and it evolved and it evolved. And as you just said, this actually was quite a lot in the end. But, you know, I had other ideas as well. I wanted to do like lanterns like Rapunzel, but they're illegal in most places in, in the UK. And, and where we where we got married, there are sheep and horses. So that wasn't allowed. Um, other ideas that I had, I can't, I can't think of anything else. I think all of the ideas I had, we pretty much had in the end. <laughs> So I really wanted fireworks. I wanted like Disneyland style fireworks set to music. I actually wanted to set them to Bohemian Rhapsody because I thought that'd be awesome. And Grumpy and I argued about it and went around the houses. And eventually he kind of was like, okay, look, obviously we had to change our date. And he was like, okay, why don't you start contacting some, some companies and getting some quotes and we'll, we'll see how much it is. And then unfortunately, like literally you can make this stuff up. So we ended up having to get married on Wednesday just because of availability with the pandemic and everything. We were meant to get married on a Saturday originally and it was a bank holiday as well, which would have meant everyone got a really long weekend, but never mind. And there is a national firework competition or there was on Wednesday, the 18th of August, which meant all of the companies I contacted, they could do like your budget 
standard sort of bargain basements fireworks but none of them could do like a proper pyro musical because they needed all of the like cool timers and stuff for this competition so I was like okay it was not meant to be but we did have sparklers um at the wedding so you know a little bit of a Disney touch best thing that is so typical like you've wanted fireworks to Bohemian Rhapsody for years and years that is so typical that that is the day that the National Fireworks display or whatever it is, is, is held. Yeah. So so there we go. So, yeah, I think that about covers everything with, with your wedding. Um, if you have any questions for Mercedes about her wedding, then please do get in touch with us. As always, you can find us on Instagram at Chat Disney. Or you can send us a tweet. Our Twitter is at Chat Disney UK. We're now going to head into the main part of our episode. Hello, hello, hello. 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 Hello! So Mercedes has a very special shout out to give this week. So I'm going to hand over to her to give her shout out. So this week, I wanted to say a very special thank you to the brilliant Disney historian, Bob Sangwell. And we have had him on the podcast before. He's a bit of a legend in the Disney community. And as if he couldn't be any more magical than he already is, he helped to make mine and Chris's wedding week extra special by sending us a custom handcrafted piece of woodwork. It's a little sign and it's in a celebration of our wedding. It's got our names and the wedding date on it, plus an hour outline of myself and Chris that was handcrafted by Bob. It's absolutely fantastic. And I will put photos of it on our Instagram and Twitter so that you can all have a look at it. And as if that wasn't enough, Bob also sent me six coasters, six Disney coasters, again, that he made himself. And each one is representing one of the Disney castles from the parks around the world. It's absolutely astonishing and you are such a talented man bob we'll link to your facebook page when we send the pictures around so if you are interested in looking at bob's creations please do go and head over to chat disney uk on twitter or chat disney on instagram thanks bob so that about concludes today's episode we do hope that you enjoyed it and you enjoyed hearing all about mercedes wedding as promised, do check our Twitter page, our Instagram page for photos and images of the wedding and the Disney touches that were there. But for now, that is all. We will be back next week with a brand new episode. Same time, same place. Bye for now. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.